We would like to be on the record in Bonneville County Case CR 2016-13677, State of Idaho v. Daryl Johnson. Mr. Johnson is present, along with counsel, Mr. Daniel. Along with counsel, Mr. Daniel Taylor, State of Idaho is present, represented by Ms. North Shaw. We are here today for a scheduled sentencing. Objection. As Mr. Taylor, I will give you a chance to speak, sir. Mr. Taylor is... He does not represent me in this matter. Mr. Johnson, I really don't want to handle this in a contempt proceeding, sir, so let me just finish and say what we're here for. I will give you the chance to address the court at the proper time. Mr. Taylor has filed a motion to withdraw as counsel of record. That will be the first thing that we take up. He is currently listed as counsel of record. The court will address that. But as stated, we also are here for a scheduled sentencing in this matter. Mr. Taylor, you have filed a motion to withdraw as counsel of record. I take it from Mr. Johnson that he does no longer wish to have you represent him. Is that correct, Mr. Johnson? For the record, I am Daryl Raybay. I am Aboriginal Indigenous Elodio Moorish American, and I reserve all my rights, all rights to me to be reserved and retained without recourse, without prejudice. I am here only by special appearance to address the matter of status. I am a flesh and blood being, and I have an interest in this non-degar as it pertains to me, and you are not to do anything to it or you violate the Constitution. You are not a judge. You are an acting judge. You are not qualified to hear a case at law as it pertains to my status as an all-natural blood being. So, as we proceed, I would like to... Hold on, Mr. Johnson. It was a simple question. Do you wish Mr. Taylor to represent you? As I said once again, the non-degar, the non-degar, it has an interest to me. It's an interest to me, but it's not me. I'm Daryl Raybay, Aboriginal. Mr. Johnson. Moorish American. Mr. Johnson, you have hired Mr. Taylor. He has entered a notice of appearance. Can we produce a contract? Because I haven't signed any contract. Mr. Johnson, do you wish Mr. Taylor to represent you? No. All right. Thank you. Mr. Taylor, do you wish to address the court? Yes, Your Honor. Go ahead. I was contacted by my client approximately a week ago, and he asked me to file a motion to withdraw. He kind of gave me a rundown on the things that he wanted to address with the court. I believe he filed some things with the court, and I received them back. I was informed the court would not be addressing those matters. Quite frankly, I don't think I can serve as counsel in the capacity that I ordinarily would at this stage in the proceedings because I'm not even sure exactly what it is Mr. Bay wants me to argue. So I wouldn't go as far as to say a breakdown in the attorney-client privilege, but I'm being asked to argue things that are simply inconsistent with the law. It's not a Supreme Court law. I'm simply asking for permission to withdraw. All right. Mr. Johnson, let me ask you some questions, sir, before we proceed concerning the representation of Mr. Taylor. Mr. Taylor, you have the right to be represented by an attorney in this matter. You also have the right to represent yourself. The court has the obligation to make sure you understand those rights and that any rights you waive are knowing and voluntary. Do you understand that? I do not waive any inalienable rights as a Moorish American at all, and the documents that were submitted to the court show no record that they show, and at the same time I have the receipt and docking numbers, U.S. postage mail numbers of receipt, 
obtained by the, um, shall I say, the court clerk with signatures. So therefore, they're in notice of it. If you don't, I'll conserve your copy of the paperwork that's needed. Mr. Johnson, here's how this works. I will ask some questions. I'll give you the chance to argue whatever you want to argue at the appropriate time. This has to be done in a, in a logical, methodical order. It is logical, methodical order. This the, is the, the question is, sir, the question is, sir, you have the right to be represented by an attorney. I don't need You it. also have the right to be represented yourself. Appropriate persona, proper person. Not Mr. Johnson, be confused Mr. Person. Johnson, I think there's only one person confused here, and it's you. It's not me at all. So I've already alerted the International Criminal Courts and the uh, United... United Nations of the fraudulent activities going on here today. That's just fine. You're free to notify whoever you'd like, sir. Uh, I need to make sure that any waiver you make representing yourself is knowing and voluntary. So, uh, I submitted a special appearance. It, showed that it shows online that it was received in a repository. So the special appearance, which is here, Mr. Johnson, I'm going to ask some very basic questions to make sure you understand what's going on. How old are you, sir? The, um... Can we, can we get to the matters of status and jurisdiction? Mr. Johnson, here's how this works. I dictate the proper role of the court and the order in which things are taken up. Right now, Mr. I'm trying to decide if Mr. Taylor should continue to represent you. He, he does. By Mr. law, Mr. Johnson, law, he can't represent me. Mr. Johnson, Mr. Taylor has filed a notice of appearance in this court. He is currently the attorney of record listed. And I need to follow the proper procedure. Well, the proper procedures were already met when I sent in a special appearance, notice of special appearance, that I'm Moorish American, and that I have that I have my right, and I'm not a ward of the court, I'm not a corporation, and I'm not in pro se, and I have a constitutional right. And how old are you, Mr. Johnson? That that doesn't that doesn't proceed with the matters of status and jurisdiction. Do you have any What's specific knowledge the of the court? law or of court? I have by the Supreme Court states laws. Do and you no, have any specific no, knowledge of no the law or of court? Canon law can, supre can supersede the Supreme Court. No lower court. So, this, this, this for for one, this is the Supreme Court, states law. That's actual law, constitutional law. Foreign policies, which you're trying to impose, that I'm not willing to contract with. That the account, of, that that the benefit, what the um, the nom de guerre. That you're, that you're trying to associate, affiliate me as, that I'm not. That I am Daryl Ray Bay, and I'm a Moorish Aboriginal, Moorish American. Now, Mr. Johnson, Mr. Johnson, you understand, sir, that you have the right to be represented by an attorney. Do you understand that? Moors cannot be represented by white people and their Negro slaves in the Christian courtroom, nature's law, zodiac constitution, article 7. I, Daryl Ray Bay, never consented or asked, nor do I recognize the colony, union, state attorney against nature's law and Moorish zodiac constitution. I am a Moorish American, and that is my right, by Supreme Court law of the constitutional law. Anything else you'd like to say as to the representation of Mr. Taylor? I'm in representation of myself. So? I'm a proper person, not to be confused with pro se. Now, all I ask is that we continue. You, under, you understand, Mr. Johnson, the court's going to hold you to the exact same standard as I would to an attorney as we go through the sentencing today. It's not the same. How can we, how can we do anything when there, there you go, you would need a notice of special appearance because it was already sent in. It's documented. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Anything, Ms. Shaw? You can't. How can you? How can you override Mr. Johnson? Right? You're in violation of Mr. Johnson. Right. I don't want to hold you in contempt, but I would tell you we have a procedure here. 
the parties get a chance to speak, and I will hold you in contempt. I will also I'm also anticipating ruling on this motion in just a minute. The state has the right to speak. You have spoken, Ms. Shaw. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, at this time, if Mr. Taylor believes that the uh, attorney-client uh, relationship has broken down between himself and Mr. Johnson, uh, I can only rely on his representations. I'm not going to uh, take a position on whether or not he should remain in the case. Thank you. All right. Mr. Taylor, at this point, I'm going to allow you to withdraw as counsel of record in this case. If you provide appropriate order, but I'll make it as effective as of as of right now. Okay. May I be excused? Yes, sir. Mr. Johnson, you have the right, sir, to have me appoint a, a public defender if you wish to have representation by counsel. No, I, rep I represent myself in appropriate persona. All um, right. Did you need an affidavit of fact or writ of discovery? Then, Mr. Johnson, next the next thing we will take up is you have submitted some paperwork. You have not actually noticed that up for a hearing. I have. I sent it in with the court's clerk. The court, the court you are, as I explained to you, sir, you are obligated to fulfill all of the proper roles as an attorney would. It's not been noticed up for hearing. The court deems it as a, as a notice to dismiss for lack of jurisdiction, so at that, that can be raised at any point. So if you choose, you can notice it up for hearing following the proper procedure, but that is not up for hearing today. The court is scheduled for sentencing today. Let me ask, have you received a copy of the pre-sentence investigation report in this matter? I'm, I'm, the only matters that I'm addressing here is status, is status and jurisdiction, jurisdictional matters, which can be attacked at any time, stated by the Supreme Court law. Um, here it is right here. Void orders can be attacked at any time. Correct. An order that exceeds the jurisdiction of the court is void or voidable and can be attacked in any proceeding in any court where the validity of the judgment comes into issue. All right. Rose versus Emily, 1808, 4 Branch, 241. So, Mr. Johnson, do you wish to address the issue of uh, jurisdiction at this point? Yes, I do. All right. Status and jurisdiction. I will, I will, hear, the, I will hear the argument as to jurisdiction. Exactly. Okay. So now, do you want a copy of the special appearance? Do you need one, or do you have it there? Oh, I've received the documentation. Okay. Good. Okay. Then we can proceed with it. Now, it comes now. But I've read it. You don't. I, you're, I'm, you don't need to read it. I've read through the documentation. Go ahead. Any any additional thing to add besides the paperwork? Additional thing to add is what is your name, nationality, and status? The court does not answer questions. It asks questions, sir. It, that when jurisdiction is brought up, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, it's no lack in the northern jurisdiction. Jurisdiction must be decided. It cannot be counseled by anybody. Jurisdiction must be decided within and when it's brought up. And that's Supreme Court case law. And that's a violation of constitutional rights. So what you're saying is you're violating the constitutional right, which is Title 18, United States Code, at law? Is that what we're saying? So we don't respect the Constitution, we don't respect the rights of the Moorish American people, as, as what am I am? Is that what we're saying? Because I've already alerted the international courts, I've already alerted the parties that needed to be the provost, marshal, and I have documentation to prove things that's going on. So therefore, in the matter of status and jurisdiction, we need to come to a resolution on this. Status and jurisdiction has not been proven. So I'm asking you, what is your name, nationality, and status for the record? Anything else to add to your argument, sir? It's not an argument, it's a request. A Supreme Court request. That is Supreme Law.
stated by the Constitution, which if you don't have it, I have it. the Constitution right here. That you, you can argue whatever you like on your motion to dismiss, but that's, like I said, we're here for a motion. The court has deemed that paperwork a motion to dismiss for jurisdiction, but go ahead. Anything else to add? This lack of jurisdiction. If it has no jurisdiction and no status, then it has is void of law on its face and merits because it's an unconstitutional and unlawful court. And it's, this, this is a fraudulent activity as well. This is fraudulent human trafficking and treason. The only thing that you are to traffic is goods. You are to only traffic goods. This is an administrative venue. This is not... This is not a court. You, you're not even. You're not even a judge. And that is that is actual fact. Anything I'm else? I'm not sir? a corporation. I'm a flesh and blood being. And I've stated my status for the record. And I'm asking for your status of the record, so we can find out do you have jurisdiction or not, and where did you get jurisdiction from? And I asked for delegation of authority order, with a response within ten days. Never did I get that. So. If you don't have delegation of authority through the Congress of legislature, then how can you proceed in these proceedings? How can this be a lawful tribune? Anything else, sir, to add? I just, want, I just want the answers that I'm asking for. Well, like I've already explained, sir, the court is not a position. I don't give answers. I ask questions well, and make decisions. Well, once, once the status and jurisdiction is brought up, it cannot be ignored. That's Supreme Court law. So you're telling me that you're above Supreme Court? What I'm asking, sir, is this, That's what I'm asking. this is a motion to dismiss for jurisdiction. Anything more to add to your argument? Motion needs to be dismissed. If you can't prove status and jurisdiction, then there's no status and there's no there's no jurisdiction here. And and you're operating under a quasi. Let me let me look at my notes here. What is this? Uh, oh, acting as de facto quasi jurisdiction, pretending to have jurisdiction over me as a free Elodio Moore American national. Now I'm a national. A national is the highest ranking citizen in the United States of America. And if you don't agree, then I have. Confirmation through Barack Obama, through the legislation, and other information that, that's deemed necessary as it pertains to the matters. So the matters that's pertaining to right now is status and jurisdiction. And I'm asking for status and jurisdiction. If you do not have it, or you're not trying to answer it, then this case must be dismissed. Anything else? You can pro provide the proper things that's asked for, then this case is dismissed. All right, Michelle, any response? Thanks, she Mr. Johnson. Have, she doesn't have anything to say. Mr. Johnson, I've given you a chance to speak. I will now allow the state to speak. You may take a seat, sir. You can remain standing either way. Go Thank ahead. Thank you, Your Honor. Sir, you can remain standing either way. Go Thank ahead. Thank you, Your Honor. Um, at, at this point, um, I haven't received any of the, the filings. Of your office Your office did. They were, your, the office has received them. Okay. I just haven't seen them. Uh, and, Your Honor, uh, at this point, um, I would indicate that that a, a couple of things. Um, first of all, Mr. Um, Johnson has subjected himself to the jurisdiction of this court throughout these proceedings. I realize that his original preliminary hearing, uh, he made some of the same arguments. We ended up going forward with a preliminary hearing eventually. Um, he has appeared before this court multiple times. Uh, Mr. Johnson is charged with uh, being in the state of Idaho, specifically in Bonneville County on November 23rd of 2016 and committing a crime. As this court is aware, this court has jurisdiction to hear criminal matters that occur within the state of Idaho. It's very clear Idaho law gives you jurisdiction to hear those 
those types of matters. Uh, Mr. Johnson, uh, in his pre-sentence investigation, indicates that his place of birth is Norfolk, Virginia, making him a United States citizen. So his arguments about Moorish American and uh, indigenous Aborigine have no bearing here in this courtroom today. Really, the only issue is, does this court have jurisdiction to hear a criminal case? I know the law is very clear that you do. Uh, and since that's really the only basis he brings today, I would argue that the court uh, should, should uh, dismiss, or I'm sorry, deny the motion to dismiss at this time. Objection. Thank you, Michelle. Wait a second, Mr. Johnson. We're recording everything, so let me just make sure that that uh, you get the chance to respond, sir. Go ahead. Now, at any time that a Moorish American national, which I have my 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 stuff through Congress, my my seals, which are with Congress, noted with the library, and I have the public states at large, United States of America, peace and friendship treaty with the with the United States of Morocco. So, therefore, I am the natural American citizen. This is a foreign venue, foreign court, unsanctioned, unconstitutional, non-common law foreign court. This court has no jurisdiction in any matter that pertains to me, my status of who I am, and you are not to dictate my status of who I am and my nationality as a Moorish Aboriginal. Violation of my constitutional right, deprivation of my constitutional right, which is... Uh, Title 18, um, what is it, page uh, numbers 241, deprivation of my rights, my secured rights, unalienable rights as a Moorish American outlaw. I am the only one that can practice law in my land. If you have anything to practice law, you need to produce a delegation of authority order that, that the Congress have allowed you to have. Other than that, this court, this venue is a fraudulent venue and it's only meant for trafficking goods. I am not goods. I'm not part of a corporation. I'm not an entity and I'm not misrepresented for this mis misrepresented by fraudulent construct of all capitals is not me. And that is not who I am. And I have proof to verify that that is here. I have supreme law to back it up. And I have loaded up. Like I said, I have I've loaded all, all the federal parties that need to be alerted behind these matters, as it says, Article 3, the judicial power of the United States shall be vested in one Supreme Court, which this does not look like a Supreme Court to me at all. And in such inferior courts as the Congress may from time to time ordain and establish the judges, both of the Supreme and inferior courts shall hold their offices during good behavior and shall at stated times receive their services and compensation, which shall not be diminished during their continuance in office. The, the, the judicial power shall extend to all cases in law and in equity. This is color of law. This is not no law under the Constitution at all. This is color of law, foreign policy, corporation policy, and I choose not to contract. I don't have the contract. You don't have a live wet ink signature from me. Not unless you have a red ink signature from me and a thumbprint, that is, that is not no signature. And I have never gave you one, nor consented to this activity, and I am denying it now for the record to be placed upon the record. Anything else, sir? secured and my rights are inalienable of the Constitution, which the Constitution pertains to us all. 
So we all have a right and an obligation under the Constitution. So that fact and that right is that can you prove the status of jurisdiction? Can that be proven? No, it cannot. At all. She doesn't have she doesn't have judicial power at all. Un, only under corporation. Does does that does that fly? Which is canon law. It's not common law. It's canon law. So all I'm asking here today, when I filed special appearance, notices were sent out. I got receipts dating everything. And all I'm asking for here is for status. Find out if you have status or not. Under the constitutional right. All right. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. The court finds in this matter has indicated that Mr. Johnson's files has a, had an objection or a motion to dismiss based upon lack of jurisdiction. The court will refer to the record in this case, uh, Mr. Johnson on, uh, and, and two, it must be accounted. Mr. Johnson, I spoke. You, I let you speak. All you wanted to say, I get the chance to speak at this point. It must be accounted with my peers. That's all I have to say. I don't see any nationals in here. The, uh, the court on March 1st, uh, had a hearing with Mr. Daryl Johnson. Uh, they gave him time on that. The, there was a plea agreement submitted to this court by Mr. Johnson and his counsel. At that point, the court discussed the plea agreement with Mr. Johnson. The court uh, reviewed the file. The defendant, Mr. Johnson, was placed under oath by the clerk. Mr. Johnson, at that time, was asked a number of questions concerning the circumstances of the crime. Mr. Johnson indicated under oath what his name was, indicated that he had been located in Bonneville County on or about November 23rd. He did knowingly possess marijuana. So, so I would like to... And uh, so at that point, based upon Mr. Johnson's own admissions, based upon the representations that he himself gave, the court denies the motion to dismiss, and we are prepared to proceed to sentencing. How can you deny the, a motion when it's my nationality is right here? Mr. Johnson, I've denied the motion already. We are now proceed. Are you ready to proceed to sentencing? Are you ready to proceed to sentencing? I'm not signing with anything, and I'm going to alert my counsel. All right. We will, at this point, proceed to sentencing. That's what's scheduled for today. How can, how can you proceed and you can't even... You Mr. Can't Johnson, let me review the... Mr. Johnson. You can't even establish jurisdiction, status and jurisdiction. Mr. Johnson. Regardless of the fact. I'm going to hold you in contempt if you don't allow me to speak. You will be taken into custody. We will then schedule this for a sentencing date tomorrow, if that's what you choose to do, or we can proceed today. What would you like to do? I'm just asking for my constitutional The right. court's already ruled on your motion to dismiss. It was denied. Okay. What would Now, Mr. Johnson, do you wish to be taken into custody today? Wow. Or would you like to proceed to sentencing? Wow. I'm not agreeing to anything of sentencing for my name is not Johnson. My name is Daryl Ray Bay, Moorish Aboriginal Indigenous, which I have my rights and, and I have my nationality on record. But Mr. Johnson, let me review this. At the time of your arraignment on January 3rd, 2017, you were informed that information had been filed against you by the state of Idaho, charging you with the crime of trafficking in marijuana. You pled not guilty on that date. However, on March... First, I believe I already indicated. March 1st, 2017, you again appeared in court with your attorney and pursuant to a plea agreement through your previous plea of not guilty, you entered a plea of guilty as charged 
or excuse me, to the amended charge. Let me check that. The amended charge of possession of a controlled substance, marijuana, in excess of three ounces. That was done pursuant to a plea agreement. The plea agreement was the state would recommend probation at the time of sentencing, but was free to argue the terms of the underlying sentence, although the state would not request any additional upfront jail. You agreed to pay the cost of investigation, prosecution, and lab testing. All other conditions not expressly agreed upon in this written plea agreement. The parties were free to argue, and this agreement was not binding upon the court. After the court accepted your guilty plea and after you indicated that you were, in fact, Mr. Johnson and that you had, in fact, committed this crime, the court found at that point that you had volunteered, that you had made a knowing and voluntary waiver of any rights at that point of your right to a trial and that you had pled guilty in this case. The court ordered a pre-sentence investigation report be prepared. I have received a copy of that report. Mr. Johnson, have you received a copy of the pre-sentence investigation report? So we're just going to act like the Constitution and my rights do not exist. That my nationality for my declaration, my name, my name, I have no name. Mr. Johnson, have you received a copy of the pre-sentence investigation report? I'm Darrell Lorette Bay. I have the identification to prove who I am. Okay. I'm going to assume that you said that since you're not objecting to that, we will proceed. So we're going to proceed. Are there any parts of the report that you need to be clarified or corrected, Mr. Johnson? So you're going to override my constitutional rights? Mr. Johnson, I've already ruled on your motion. Is there anything you wish to add to the pre-sentence investigation report? The only thing that I'm going to add is that this is unlawful, this is unconstitutional, and I came in here on special appearance, not a general appearance. Everything was filed correctly with the ex-relation to Darrell Lorette Johnson. Darrell Lorette Bay, ex-relation to Darrell Lorette Johnson. So I do have an interest in the account of Darrell Lorette Johnson. Do you wish to stand by the plea of guilty that you previously entered in this case? I'm not entering no plea of anything because I choose not to do anything. I choose not to do anything. Mr. Johnson, we've already discussed you have already entered a plea of guilty in this case. The court already found that. You can't go back to something that is up now into current and day, especially off a special appearance form, because I'm not Darrell Johnson. Are there going to be any witnesses for the defendant? I'm Darrell Lorette Bay. Are you going to have any witnesses? I am the witness of this account, and I'm quoting this account. Is the state going to have any witnesses? Mr. Johnson, the court reporter is taking down everything that's said. We need to all take our turns speaking, sir. Any witnesses for the state? No, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. Then, Mr. Johnson, before I impose sentence in this matter, I'll give you the chance to address the court. Anything you would like to say as to your sentencing? Like I said, so all rights are reserved. As you can see, we have filed on the paperwork, Darrell Lorette Bay, authorized representative, natural person, appropriate persona, ex-relation, Darrell Lorette Johnson, all rights reserved. UCC 1-207-1-308, UCC 1-103, not a corporate person or entity misrepresented by fraudulent construct of all capital letters. I came here to clear up a matter and handle it as constitutionally as it's supposed to be handled. Now I find out that you're going to violate my rights. You're threatening to incarcerate me, or what it would be, the natural term would be kidnap me, human traffic me, and violate the constitutional law, which you feel you're above the Constitution. You feel you're above the Supreme Court. You feel that my proper 
filings of paperwork does not stand as law when they do, because if it did, then these paperwork would not have been signed by president officials and people in higher higher rank, even such as yourself. A lawyer, a lawyer, a lower court does not have judicial power to hear certain things when it pertains to my my status and my nationality for who I am. Now that's a violation of my constitutional rights that you are in violation of. And if you don't understand it, here's the here's a declaration and a proclamation that is that is with Obama, that came from Obama, that went to the presidency, that is noticed of my Moorish American nationality, through my nationality of my nation. So there's no council of my peers here. There's no, there, there's none of my nationals here. This is not this is not a courtroom. This is an unlawful venue. This is an administration. There's no council of my peers here. There's no, there, there's none of my nationals here. This is not this is not a courtroom. This is an unlawful venue. This is an administrative venue only meant for commerce. I'm not commercing. I'm not contracted with the state of Idaho or anything of any sort. I've, I've sent in the proper paperwork and the proceedings that needed to be. So anything that this is all that we need to discuss right here. Status and peace and friendship treaty of the United States with Morocco, which it pertains to me because I am an aboriginal indigenous person of the land and I have documentation to prove it. Is there anything else you'd like to add as to your sentencing, sir? Um, I guess if you're going to violate the Constitution and my rights, I guess so. Well, I would not be signing anything. I would not be doing anything of the sort. And like I said, stated for the record, I came here to clear up the matter and, and establish status and jurisdiction, which you have not proven. And I filed for notice of dismissal, which you have denied unconstitutionally of my rights, of my constitutional rights, which I don't understand and don't see why or it should be because this is a, this is this ain't no Supreme Court in general. So rulings can only be made by a Supreme Court. Thank you, Mr. Johnson. Anything, uh, can I have a state's recommendations as to sentencing, Michelle? <clears throat> yes, Your Honor, thank you. Pursuant to the plea agreement, I'm making the following recommendation. Uh, I am recommending that the court impose an underlying sentence of two years determinate, followed by three years indeterminate, for a total of five years. I am not requesting any additional upfront jail time at this time uh, for Mr. Johnson to serve. He served a substantial amount of time. Um, he served a substantial amount of time prior to entering a guilty plea in this case. Uh, this case having begun back in December, uh, I'm sorry, November of 2016, and uh, Mr. Um, Mr. Johnson was released after we entered a change of plea in March of 2017. So I'm not asking for any additional upfront jail time at this point. I would ask that the court suspend the underlying sentence, place the defendant on probation for a period of four years. He will need to apply for interstate compact. Uh, I understand he lives in the state of Montana. Uh, and provided he complies with probation and the interstate compact, he will um, should be able to be supervised in that state. I do have a restitution motion for $431.31 for costs of prosecution uh, incurred in this case, and we would ask the court to enter an order to that effect. We have received no objection to the matter, uh, to the motion at this point, uh, and uh, I'm not aware of any issues there. 
Um, and that's all I really have to add for sentencing. Thank you. All right. Uh, Mr. Johnson, before I impose sentence in this matter, I'll give you the chance once again to address the court. This is known as your right of allocution. You're not required to say anything, but I would give you that chance if you wish to address the court. All, all I'm here is to handle my constitutional right and see that my constitutional rights are reserved, for they are not inalienable at all, and they are secured by the by the uh, Constitution, American Constitution, the Peace and Friendship Treaty. That's that's what I came here for to do. And Mr. Johnson, let me just reiterate: Are you sure you want to proceed without an attorney? I can have one appointed. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm an appropriate person, a natural person, flesh and blood being. I'm not a corporate. I'm not a corporate person. I'm not a corporate entity. None of that. It's fraudulent. That that in the capitals, fraudulent in all capitals. That is not me. That is not who I am. I'm Mr. Johnson, your attorney that you had retained indicated that he didn't think that this. Uh, argument had any basis in law. The court has already ruled against you. Is there any? Is there anything else that you would like to say? I certainly think you need to have an attorney and have one represent you. Is there any way I can talk you into having an attorney represent you? You, for one, I read already that. No, Mr. Johnson, you've already read it. If you already read it, the court under that. I just want to make sure you understand that you have the right to an attorney, and I think you need one. Moors cannot be represented by white people and their Negro slaves in the Christian courtroom. Nature's Law, Zodiac Constitution, Article 7. I am a Moorish Aboriginal, and I have documented proof to prove who I am. Okay. All right, we've gone over that. Like I said, I just wanted to make sure. This is crazy. Wow. Based upon, Mr. Johnson, your plea of guilty is the judgment of this court that you are guilty of the crime of possession of marijuana greater than three ounces. I've gone back and reviewed the pre-sentence investigation report. I've listened to your statements. The uh, plea agreement in this case is a recommendation of probation. The court has the obligation, as the criminal, the objectives of criminal sentencing adopted by the Idaho Supreme Court, those are protecting society, deterring you and others from committing this type of crime, the possibility of rehabilitation, and punishment or retribution for wrongdoing. The court also has the criteria. I have to review the criteria set forth in Alcode 192521. Relative to the question of whether I should place you on probation or confine you to prison, one of the things the court has to ask is that if I think you can be successful on probation, if you can follow the rules of probation, if you can follow the guidelines that this court has. The court, in making these considerations, I want to refer to the pre-sentence investigation report that was prepared in this case. That's located on page 8 of the pre-sentence investigation report under the prior record comments. It indicates this appears to be Mr. Johnson's third felony conviction as an adult and his first felony conviction in Idaho. He has a criminal history dating back to his youth, spanning throughout California, Nevada, and Idaho. He received his first felony as an adult for a burglary conviction out of California in 2004. It indicates he was sentenced to three years of probation and said that although he was violated for absconding, he completed probation successfully. Mr. Johnson reported he was on felony probation out of Nevada from 2010 until 2012. According to the NCIC reports, there isn't a disposition list for that case, and this information cannot be confirmed. It is worth mentioning that he has a prior felony charge out of California that was later dismissed. He was also convicted of a misdemeanor sex crime in 2003, and it indicates here you're required to register as a sex offender. Reviewing of your uh, 
of this case, you had you indicate you had a fairly good childhood growing up. Uh, you were born in Virginia. Your family re relocated to California approximately a year later. Your father was in the military. Your mother was a nurse. Your parents did get divorced. I want to congratulate you, sir. It says you did later obtain your GED, even though you had trouble as a teenager and ultimately dropped out of school. So I think that's good that you've obtained your GED, that you have, uh, that you were able to accomplish that. It also indicates you have positive relationships with your parents. They are supportive, and you, they, as he works to get his life back on track. Further review of the pre-sentence investigation report. Indicates in this case that uh, you report being successfully discharged from probation. It indicates, Mr. Johnson, that you admitted to smoking marijuana on a daily basis prior to this arrest. You don't feel that you have any substance abuse issues at this time. You indicate you've never participated in a treatment program. You don't feel you need it. Uh, and then they recommend the term of probation. So in making my final rulings on the court, Mr. Johnson, let me ask, do you wish to be placed on probation? And I just ask for, so we're not going to do... None of that, so you're just going to disregard my nationality and my identification card says who I am. All right. I'm going to take that, that you will not comply since you fail, are failing to comply with the orders and requests of this court. So the court's going to find that based upon the criteria set forth in Article 1925 the court finds that you will not and would not likely be successful on probation. So the court in this time is going to be the sentence, the judgment of this court that you be sentenced to the custody of the Outer Department of Corrections as follows. For a minimum term of one year, followed by an indeterminate term of four years for a total of five years. In a order, I don't know if you have any other sentences. I will order those things run concurrent so just be with each my, other. So my There'll be a fine in this case so of $1,000, standard court cost payments into the victim's relief fund. So my nationality doesn't mean a thing. So coming here to put it on record, giving it to you, Without no malicious intent, just doing my Mr. Johnson, you, already you've already argued a motion to dismiss. The court's denied it. If you wish, you can appeal it to a higher court. That's certainly your right. So you're, so you're going to... You're advised, in fact, that you have the right to appeal the Idaho Supreme Court from this judgment conviction. You have a right to be represented by an attorney in that appeal. If you cannot afford an attorney, the attorney will be appointed for you at public expense. And we only have 42 days from today's date to file that appeal. You also may have rights under the Idaho Criminal Rule 35. This gives you 120 days to seek a correction or reduction of the sentence if you feel it was illegal or unduly harsh. You also may have rights under the Idaho Uniform Post-Conviction Relief Act. Such an action must be filed within one year from the date of the moment. Uh, as you know